Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch is joined by George Baxter Holder, aesthetic nurse practitioner with Skin Spirit. All right, everybody, welcome to Medical Spa Insider. We have on the AmSpa hotline the one and only George Baxter Holder. How you doing, man? You're great, Alex. It's, Thank you for having me on. It's great to it's great to great to, to see you again. And um, uh, we've done a podcast before, so for those of you who haven't uh, listened to his uh, earlier, go back and, and check it out. It's it's awesome. We've got a bunch of background and on your your whole uh, time it's is spicy. It's it it's is, spicy. Yeah, it is. You're like a full on rock star. Like I had no idea we actually had that in our midst. So. Um, but I wanted to I wanted to bring you back for a specific reason. Um, we are, um, um, a, 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 as you know, uh, George. We, we released back in September the um, uh, practice guidelines, Amspas practice guidelines, which were meant to be a um, you know an attempt at at, at showing uh, re- some recommended safe practice guidelines for the industry. Um, we you know we received a lot of support, um, definitely some 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 comments and some critiques. And um, as a result, one of the things that we've done that we were going to do anyway, but it it uh, it certainly has worked out, is that we formed the AMSPA Aesthetic Safety Council, which you were nice enough to um, to agree to uh, be the chair of, which I, I I truly appreciate. And I think it's it's really it's it's good to have somebody else who's got some some respect and authority in the industry to kind of lead the group and lead them through their conversation. So I wanted to get get you on and just talk about your progress uh, with, with the council. We, we, we just had our second meeting, uh, our first real formal meeting yesterday where we, we dove into into discussing the, the, the guidelines themselves. But um, what... Um, What's what are your thoughts? Tell me what you're thinking about this whole process. Yeah. So, you know, I found this process to be like it's truly a beautiful process. The way that we've gotten this interdisciplinary team together to to comb through, fine tune, look at these guidelines with fresh eyes um, and and also, you know, really talk about the intent here, because I think the intent is so much more important than the actual words on the page. And that's really what came out of yesterday's meeting. I think you would agree is that people really, you know, they didn't get bogged down in, in the words that were there, but they, they really started talking to you specifically as our wordsmith about the intent that, that, that we're trying to convey. And I think that that's, you know, that's just the process becomes so beautiful. I, you know, I, I'm honored that I was asked to be the chair of this, um, Mostly because as the chairperson of, uh, of a council like that, my opinion and my uh, perspective is less important than the groups. And I really feel that from a chair's perspective. So it keeps me and my ego out of the way, which is nice. But what I can excel at is, you know, hurting the cats that are there and really making sure that the, and, you know, I, I mean that in the most loving way possible. I don't want to get in trouble for that. But, you know, the, to, 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 to get the conversation moving and keep it moving and keep it between the ditches. Um, and I think that, you know, yesterday was a testament to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and you, you did a phenomenal job of letting people say there what they wanted to say and then, and then moving on. And, and, and just so everyone knows, you know, the, the, what we're talking about in the council is, is confidential thus far. Everyone will see the, the results of it and we'll be there to answer questions, but we are, I do want to make sure everyone's updated on what we're up to. You, you mentioned the intent of what we're doing. And I would love to hear your thoughts on that. I mean, what's, what, what are you intending to get out of this? And what do you hope we, we, we get out of this? 
So what what I'm hoping that we get out of this is setting aside, if you will, state laws. We have 50 state, 51 different uh, authorities and legislatures that that provide us these that their own specific guidance. Setting that aside just for a moment as a group of an inter, interdisciplinary group to say, what do we think? is best practice. What is, you know, the physicians that are there, we have derms that are there, we have nurses that are there, nurse practitioners, PAs, estheticians, um, and, and business owners. We have every single facet, uh, literally of, of the aesthetic practice that's there to really bring to bear their, their opinions about safe and effective practice. That's the intent. That's the overarching intent of these guidelines is what do we think will bring about safe and effective practice in Rhode Island and Washington state. Like it doesn't really matter where, you know, where we're talking about the safe, safe and effective practice um, crosses state lines. And then, you know, if, if, if a state legislature has a more restrictive guideline, then we'll, then we don't, we don't have anything to do with that. If they have a less restrictive guideline, we also don't have anything to do with that, but we still think, we still feel as an industry that this is what's safe and this is what's going to be effective. Yeah. It's, and it's, you know, what I found is that it's, it's tricky because of the state laws. It's, and we had this discussion last night when we were with the council is just trying to, to frame the issue around, and as a lawyer, I struggled when we, when we were writing this is how do you do it in a way that's that were that that makes it so that it is truly a recommended safe practice and not interpreted by the folks who read it as law. Right. And 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 because when they do that, the, the, the initial reaction is either you're restricting my practice or you're not restricting my practice or you're not restricting enough or whatever it is. And, and so it's like that's I thought that I found that to be a, 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 a found that to be kind of one of the major challenges that we're going to be dealing with. It, it, it is. But what I love, there was one group that was meeting and they talked about this being more of a more of a position statement than a policy statement. Right. And I really think the subtlety of that difference is so critical that what we're saying is that we're taking as a as an industry, we're taking a position that this and this, you know, that these these facets of our practice are safe and effective. And we're not making policy. That's not that's not who we are. That's not who your organization is. Right. And and I think that that's really the the key of what everyone needs to understand about these guidelines or 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 the, this this position statement is that it's not policy and it's not it meant to enforce anyone else's practice. It's meant to inform people's practice. Yeah, um, uh, that's that's a great way to put it. What um, you know, there's so many different personalities uh, on the the council. They're wonderful, and, and wonderful. Yeah. We've got, it's a great group, right? Like it really yeah. is. Um, I I'm, I was looking at you know the the screen on Zoom last night, just seeing you know the different different folks, and I was I was a little bit. I was like, wow, this is a great group. There's so with all the different personalities and egos and you know all that that people are are, are genuinely I think putting aside to to come together on this. What, what do you think is going to be the most in what has been the the most challenging thing um, about the council in general, and then and then as far as what your role is going to be. Well, you know, I think, um, and and we started to see this last night. But what we have is, um, and you used the word last night about consensus, and what we have is, you know, consensus is making getting a general agreement. 
We started to see that last night, you know, when I would just ask, is, you know, is anybody, is anybody opposed to what we're seeing here and no one spoke up? Mm-hmm. That's consensus. Um, and, you know, the most difficult part is going to be about getting that through all of these pieces. But what I'm, you know, what I'm, I'm encouraged by just in this first, this first part that we were working on, what I'm encouraged by is people really were willing to set about set aside their own personal bias and their own personal viewpoint to look at the greater whole of the aesthetic practice. Um, I think the, probably the most difficult piece of this, you know, might be coming from um, our esthetician colleagues and to really get them to understand that this is not uh, meant to be in any way restrictive, that really what we're trying to do is bring everyone together around the table to say, you know, this is exactly how we want to practice for our clients to keep things safe. Um, but otherwise, I don't really see, I don't really see this as a difficult path forward. Hmm. You know, I, I think that people want to make it a difficult path, but when, when the rubber meets the road, last night was not difficult. Like, no, and, and, I'm, and I'm just not expecting that we're going to be faced with a lot of contentiousness um, about the about the intent. I think we're all we're we all want safe and effective practice. Yeah, I you know, I, I have to say I was I was very encouraged um, last night because th- th- there were a few issues that I was kind of anticipating, maybe some 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 more disagreement. And, and, and again, we're not going to get into specifics here, but but um, I. I th- it seems to me that everybody is very much bought in to the desire to have some sort of consensus on safety across the industry, right? Everyone ever, I mean, and, and there's some very successful med spa owners that are on, um, some very successful plastic surgeons. Everybody seems to be on the same page. Like, look, the, having a safe industry with some consensus for what you know, like what the minimum standard should be. Everyone seems to be bought into that, which, which I, I knew coming in, but after getting beat up a little bit on social media from the, the guidelines, I was, I was expecting maybe a little bit more blowbacks. I, I've been, I've been pretty, pretty happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think we're going to, I think we're going to be excited with the product, with the final product. So with that, with, with that said, I do want to get a little bit, um, not into specifics about what we're all talking about, but right. is there a particular, um, issue in um, the guidelines or just, just in, com- you know, compliance in general, whether it's, you know, the good faith exam, which we've been talking about, or if it's uh, whatever it is. I mean, wh- what do you think is going to be the most difficult part of this? If, if, if there's anything that jumps out at you, you know, uh, there was, there was some things that jumped out last night, um, I guess around the good faith, but it was more importantly uh, around the, the idea of the medical director. Yes. And I think that, um, you know, we really need to, as an industry, define what we mean when we say that. Um, And, you know, the medical director is is someone that is uh, licensed to direct the medicine that is going on in the aesthetic practice. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's, that's specifically what a medical director does. And so, you know, to really have definition about their role, their training Mm -hmm. and their, their commitment and oversight, um, 
at, like you said, a, a minimum standard, you know, I, I love my medical directors, but I don't want, really want them into my day-to-day practice, right? Um, I want to know that they're guiding and they're directing more at a 10,000 foot level that, that I know that they're there if I need them. And, uh, you know, Hermine Warren brought up a really great point that, that it's really important to have a medical director that is in tune enough with the business and in tune enough with safe practice that they can jump in to assist where needed right. um, and not have to be brought up to speed. I think that was right. the thing that came out of the discussion last night is I think people really want to understand that when you say, I am a medical director of a, of a medical spa, that that connotes that you have a certain amount of minimum training um, to be that person. I think that's a, I mean, that's a great point. And I, that jumped out at me last night too. And, and really the more I, th- the more I think about it, that's really the crux of a lot of the issues that we deal with as an industry comes from um, when you have medical directors who aren't trained, who, who know less than the RNs that they're delegating to, right? Um, that, that, that are, you know, leasing out their licenses because they just want to make, you know, a medical director fee every month. Um, but it's going to be difficult to, to really figure out what that, that, that minimum training is, because how do you, um, I mean, how do you go about saying, okay, this particular physician or whether it's a physician, nurse practitioner or PA, you know, they have enough training to oversee all and delegate all of the, of the, the, the treatments in a particular med spa. I mean, that, that, that doesn't exist right now. And so well, have, you know. Alex, this is where, this is where that position comes in from American medical spa. You know, right. this is, you know, we're, we're not going, we're not going to legislate. We're not going to, we're not going to have policy. What we're going to do is we're going to say, no, this is what we think is minimum standard. And actually what we're, what we'd like to do is, uh, you know, have a, have a certification test or, you know, I don't know, I'm using, I'm using words that are charged and I, and I, and I don't mean to say that, but to say, yeah, we'll, we'll provide, we'll provide guidance of what a minimum, minimum standard looks like. So you med spa owner can come to, you know, an organization like American medical spa and with your medical director and they can, you know, check off, uh, you know, how do they, how are they with anatomy? How are, you know, it's like all of those pieces, uh, you know, knowing rheology of the products, knowing, the the frequency of of the lasers knowing understanding what is being done by the the devices that are that are being used under their license um and and then to have a organization like amspot check you know certified yeah. you know whatever uh, you know it's, whether it's us or somebody else i mean honestly it's it's you know the 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 idea here though is how do you how do you ensure or assure that um, the medical director of a particular med spa, you know, knows what they're doing, right? How, how does the public get assurance of that? Because one of the issues we deal with now is it's really it's really up to the individual doctors, or it's supposed to be at least. But on, on, you know, unfortunately, what's happened is a lot of these doctors don't realize, or or if it's PAs or or APNs, whatever it is, don't realize that they do need to know kind of the treatments, and so they'll maybe take a, a weekend course in in Botox and fillers, um, and then like well, I can be a medical director right now. They don't understand that, no, you got to know, like you got to know the treatments um, because you're in some ways responsible for what's going on. Um, But I I think it's that, I think that's going to be the toughest thing is, is, is figuring out how to define that. You know, what just came to me is, um, uh, um, what is that? 
there's a there's a certification that happens for uh, websites when they provide medical uh, medical information on the mm-hmm. web. I, I think it's info on the web or something. It, there's a there's a little there's a little icon that happens, and in order to get that. Um, a, a website has to has to meet certain criteria, right? You know, so if that med spa was, you know, it, it was somehow designated that that med spa met those minimum criteria, then the public could then go and see, okay, that med spa has it, that med spa doesn't, and mm-hmm. and be able to recognize. Um, you can also actually on the web recognize it if the columns are really narrow, they're not certified. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. If the med spa's in a back alley down the stairs. Yeah, it's probably know, have to not. Knock three a, times and yeah. twice than once. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, uh, well, one thing I was pleasantly surprised, and I, and I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say that I was, cause I, I know everybody's coming into this for the, for the right reasons and, and everybody's putting their ego aside. I, I'm a little, I, I'm, I feel like it's a bit kumbaya right now. Everyone's in this to, to win it. We all want it to to, to work. Um, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop where there's a real disagreement. Um, we haven't had that yet, which I think is 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 phenomenal. Um, but I I just I, I'm waiting for that to happen because I feel like it's when it does, we've got a lot of strong personalities and and it's going to be difficult to get there. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, you know. I- in looking ahead at what you know, what we have left to cover, I mean, we 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 covered we covered yeah. some of it that, yeah, that could did. that could have been uh, problematic, um, you know. And there there are some topics coming up that could be problematic as well. Um, I just I'm not I'm not feeling like uh, I'm not feeling like this group is unwilling to compromise, unwilling to work, yeah. and not compromise to the point where we're compromising safety or standards, but compromise to be, you know, uh, because when you have these different, uh, disciplines together, you know, to really put aside your own personal, um, benefit, if you will. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good group. What do you think? Um, once we're done with this, um, what's going to be the hardest part about, you know, convincing or, or rolling it out or selling it to the, to, to the industry. I mean, what, are you worried about that at all or? No, you know, I, I don't, I feel like it doesn't need to be sold to the industry. Mm-hmm. It needs to be just presented. You know, it's, there's nothing, there's nothing to force anybody into. Um, what we need to do is talk about them. The fact that they got so much press, albeit bad press originally, mm-hmm. It is a, is a testament to the the scope that AmpSpa actually has. I mean, the the fact that people even cared um, means that the 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 AmpSpa is there to be an industry leader um, for all of us. Mm. And so, all we really need to do is just say, okay, here here it is. Here's the position statement. Here is yeah. the here here's the white paper that we've come up with that has that minimum standard. Um, you know. Do with it what you will, and yeah. what 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 I bet we'll find is that we'll find people that are willing, you know, like I was to to read it with a really objective eye. I I originally read this paragraph by I told you this, but I, I read it paragraph by paragraph, and I asked myself, do I agree with the intent of this paragraph? Right. You know, is there is there anything that is missing or 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 problematic? with what's being said here, not the way it's being said, but what's being said. And I, I found very little that I was willing to say, ah, this is just, 
this is hurting yeah, and my I practice. appreciate that appro- I appreciate that approach because um I think what I you know if I again you live you learn you go back and do it all over again the um, and I think it was maybe you that that had mentioned this last night is that if 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 you read a certain document and you get to a point it 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 will sometimes it gives a, it elicits a visceral reaction right and even though we had clarified in you know 2.03 just as academic example whatever it is like like we'll say you know here's the rule and then the exception is down here people don't even get to that to that exception because they're worked up when they read the first thing and that was one thing that I had learned last night that I wish I had done differently is has been a little more nuanced in how I approached uh, how we as a as a as a group and uh, when when we released the the wording is 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 made it a little more kind of in tune with 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 the overall objective I don't know if that makes sense yeah no it absolutely makes sense it wasn't me that pointed out it was one of my one of my male colleagues in the industry and uh, you know I, and I and I appreciate him for pointing that out because that's exactly what happened yeah like it, it it's it, again it's not the intent that was the problem it was just what the visceral response that happened with well wait a minute why is it saying this even though the very first paragraph was saying except as you know yeah. Except with the exception listed in 2.03, it 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 made it uh, it, it was a hot button for people, and and it didn't need to be. And you know, it's it, it's water under the bridge. And yeah. and I I can honestly say I, I'm you know I don't know what how it's going to be rewritten, but I can honestly say it's not going to be like that in the final no, document. It won't be. <laughs> I can agree to that. It won't be. Um, well, let's let's just shift gears a little bit. Well, first of all, how's how's everything going in uh, Skin Spirit in in Austin? Are you guys, oh, uh, you know the 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 trajectory of Skin like we had like this little dip called COVID. Yeah. You know, we op- we opened January twentieth, we closed March fourteenth, and we opened again May first, and uh, we surpassed all expectations uh, yeah. for for you know, being able to deliver really safe and effective care in, in, in Skin Spirit in Austin. And the team is just, I, I love the team there. Yeah. I just love them. What's, I, 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 yeah. I've heard from several, uh, even on this podcast, med spa owners and, and, and workers that, that you've, ex, have you exceeded your revenue from last year, even with the, do, do you have any idea about that? Yeah. And I think a lot, you know, a lot of med spas have, yeah, um, it's have. a really interesting thing. I think that's going on in this, in society because people aren't traveling, people aren't, you know, they're, they're not spending, uh, you know, uh, income the way they were and then they're also on zoom yeah. <laughs> so you know like, i know i want a few treatments watching myself on I, zoom i need like day more in than and a day few out. like i, I got <laughs> but um yeah we're we're we <laughs> I, I feel like we have met or exceeded all expectations awesome. with you know without covid i think it's extra it's extraordinary because you were closed for two months or everyone's been closed um i was actually having a conversation today with a um uh, a, a very large private equity fund out of New York that's looking at the space, looking to to invest, and they were they they had they were because obviously they're not directly in the industry, but they were um, as amazed as I was about the resiliency of the underlying product that there we've had we've had COVID where literally these businesses were were shut down for two months, they were not open. And yet they've still exceeded their revenue from the year prior. It's been, to me, it's been, it's been like such a, 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 an overwhelming confirmation of what 
we're doing as an industry. Like the the, the public well, likes it; they want it. it they need abs- it. Abs- you know, absolutely. And to watch all of these med spots, because I go in, you know, I, I, I see a lot of med spots. I deal with a lot of people um, uh, in the industry and everyone put forth these guy their own guidelines, their own safe protocols that really keeps the public safe. I know that when a client walks in to, to our doors or, a, you know, a lot of the med spas that, that I, I'm able to walk into and you're getting a, a temperature check and, you know, you're going through a whole questionnaire, you know, way safer than, um, than yeah. a, actually even a lot of medical clinics that I've yeah. that I've been in. We're really saying to the public, yes, we understand that safety is our primary concern and we're really glad you're here and this is how we're going to take good, really good care of you right from the start, right from the doorway. I think that's a, that's a, that's a great, a great point and I, it, it's a testament to what people are doing. I mean, the fact that there's been so much success is, is, has, been, has been great. What's your, what's your thoughts on uh, the rest of this year? You think you guys are going to just kill it or what, what are you thinking? Yeah, you know, I, th- I think, um, you know, uh, I, I really think this, this year is going to be a great year. You know, as we, as we get more people vaccinated, you know, and people, not that people need to relax their standards, you know, yeah. I really, and I, I drive that home all the time. The vaccine does not mean that you can't get it or pass it. And so I think people really real need to realize that they, that there's still going to be um, safety uh, protocols in place. But I think that the med spot industry in general is, is going to thrive through this. And I mean, we've really, we thrive through a lot. Um, I mean, it's unbelievable. I've, this is the second like major economic downturn that the med spot yeah, industry yeah. has just plowed through. Like it didn't even, now I say that now there's obviously been some folks who, who, who have not made it. And, and obviously that's, that's different, but really as a, as a whole, the industry is just, it's like a speed bump. It's like, Oh, okay. We'll shut for yeah. two months. No problem. Um, I, I, I do want to end, um, uh, and I want to talk a little bit about um, Chris Surik and Academy for Injection Anatomy because um, yeah. we are now like officially work colleagues, which is which is phenomenal. Amspa's been, we've been just so thr- so thrilled that we've been able to to partner with 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 Dr. Surik and, and you and Kevin Harrington and Hermine are all part of it now, which is which is amazing. What uh, uh, for those people who don't know about the course that Dr. Surik has created um, and that you are a part of. Um, it's, it's amazing to me and I'm a lay person, you know, and I have, I struggle to explain why it's so different and unique and so cool and why it's so needed. Uh, what is it about the course that, that, that you're a part of and what's your involvement in it? So folks know. Well, you know, as one of the faculty members and I'm, I'm faculty right now with, with Kevin and Hermine and, um, and just, I love working with all, you know, all three of them, um, with Dr. Surik as well. We have, we're bringing on a couple new members. I, I, I think I can say, but I, since I don't, <laughs> since I'm not sure, I'm not going to say, um, but I'm, I'm really excited about the trajectory of what's happening with this course. Where this started is it is, it is a cadaver course like no other it's a cadaver course that is specifically in specifically tuned for the injector and it's done in a way that helps the injector to see three-dimensionally when you go to a lot of cadaver courses and they take off layers that's only taking that's changing the two dimension you know the second the the the, the two-dimensional world just in layers 
when you do this course, it's really taking it to the third dimension. And that's, and that is so critical for an injector. And that, and we did that for, we did that for a year, year and a half. Yeah. And the whole way along, we, we were talking about how we really need to talk about complications. We really need to talk about how rheology plays a role, what neurotoxin science uh, has to offer. And, you know, and ultrasound, Dr. Weiner has come in and he's, you know, he's bringing uh, his ultrasound uh, tech, tech tips and tricks um, yeah. and, and how that can add to safe practice. And really now what we have is this beautiful course that has all of those pieces were paired up, you know, with, with AMSPA. And I'm, I'm so grateful for that because what it's allowing us to do is expand, uh, to, to get more people through. Yeah. And, and this is, you know, I say this all the time, a rising tide floats all boats. The more that we can get the tide to come in, um, and, and lift up safety and, and, you know, an effective practice in the whole industry, the whole industry will get better and better and better. And this course is a deep dive into rheology, a deep dive into neuro, neurotoxin, a deep dive into, well, a deep, deepish dive into ultrasound because that's new for people right. and really, really going deep into the anatomy that's in the cadaver heads. Yeah. And, and you, you, you mentioned that that the attendees get a three-dimensional view with with the um, dissection. We're gonna. I'm talking to actually Dr. Surik uh, next week, so he's gonna get into that. But talk about that. Like, what is that? How is that different than than the layers with with with, with what you're doing? Well, you know, and, and I come at this from a perspective of a nurse. You know, I, I have my doctorate in nursing practice, and I'm a nurse practitioner. But at right. the very root of all of it, I'm a nurse, mm-hmm. and. You know, nur- nurses don't, we don't get this kind of training. We, we don't, we don't get to understand the human body the way this course helps us to hum- to understand the human body. And when, when we're injecting filler, for instance, and it, and it does a certain thing on the surface of, of a beautiful face, you're like, ah, it did that certain thing on the, <laughs> on the surface <laughs> of the face. I'm going to try to do that certain thing again, you know? And it's like, and, and you try to repeat what you did the last time and, you know, it's you practicing medicine right there. But this is the why. Yeah. Why did it do that certain thing? You know, why did it lift? Why is the tear trough, you know, uh, uh, brought back out and, and revolumized? What exactly was it that was the, the structural anatomy that helped that along? And now we're able to like dive down and just yeah. see, oh, that's, that's what the tear trough ligament looked like. I had no idea. I remember when I, I sat down with, with Dr. Surik long before this course started. I mean, this is, this is the kind of the geek anatomy nerd that I am is I, I paid <laughs> Dr. Surik for a private one-on-one and it was me and it was Dr. Surik and a head. Really? And That's I, awesome. And I said, I said, look, I don't, I don't need, I don't need or want to know where the vascular anatomy, cause I, I, I can get that in other places. I want to know about this, these ligaments you keep talking about. Mm-hmm. And it got me really excited about it. We, you know, we teased out and dissected out this huge ligament that sits right on the cheek that holds your cheek onto your, onto your skin. And I was flabbergasted by the fact that that, that structure has been so important to me in my practice, and I had no idea. Ah, that's a that's amazing because there's how many other injectors out there have no idea right now, right? Most, most, most have no idea. Yeah. And I would say one thing that he does that I and again, well, I don't want to ruin the surprise. We'll talk to him next week, but 
allowing the stu- the the students to do their own dissections uh, is absolutely is, is that's key amazing. Yeah. So you not only do you yeah. get to and correct me if I'm wrong because this is not my you know I'm leaving this for him to run it because he's built it and you guys do a great job. But it's they get to inject and then dissect to see what's happened, right? That's, that's exactly. So we, we go through, you know, we go through and we get intimately involved with about 12 different major structures of the face and, and everyone gets a chance to dissect. Everyone gets a chance to inject. Everyone gets a chance to, you know, feel a cannula and, and understand where the needle's going. Um, it's, it's a fully hands-on, no, you know, nobody sits on the sidelines. You know, everybody is, everybody's in the game Uh, and it, you know, and that's really why um, uh, Hermine Warren and and Kevin Harrington and I are there is so that we can, you know, be a little bit of an extension of the training that Dr. Surik has had. And we all bring our own little flavor to it too. You know, we've, we've learned things along the way, but really having, uh, having Chris as a mentor of mine is, is, uh, is, you know, one of my, one of my, my greatest joys in this industry. He's, how, he's how really you, how increased did you meet my him? practice. I'm, 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 I'm curious. I, I, I met him through the work that I do with Galderma. Okay. You know, I'm on the Galderma um, uh, extender network, yeah. um, the Gen Now faculty, and he came and presented uh, anatomy that it's uh, electronic anatomy called GIA um, a few years back. And, um, and I just was like, okay, this guy, this guy gets it. This guy gets under, I need to pick his brain. Yeah. (laughs) No, he's a rock, he's a rock star. He really is. He's, he's, he, when I first met him, I was like, first of all, I was like, you're young. That blew me away. I was like, wow, you're like, how do you, how does someone your age know all of this? But, um, but it's, I, I, I couldn't be more excited to, to have this. I can't wait to see it evolve over the next year. We're going to be, um, for those of you who want to, li- uh, check it out, um, we have it on our website, AmericanMedSpot.org, but also Academy of Injection, Academy of Injection Anatomy dot org. Um, or it's injection. God, I should know this. Academy for Injection Anatomy. Yeah. That's what it's called. Academy for Injection Anatomy. Um, and it's, it, it. It, it, it really is. So the, the website is injectionanatomy.org. Um, it really is an amazing thing. And I, I, I'm been so impressed by what he built and, it, but it's not just him. It's, it's you as well. You and Hermine and Kevin Harrington. I mean, you couldn't get a better group for the faculty. You guys are all rock stars in your own right. Um, you got to have a lot of fun doing it. And, and I know I've talked to some graduates of the course who have taken it and every single person I've talked to has been like, it's apps hands down the best thing I've ever taken. And they want to go back and do it again. So kudos to you, to you all for, for, for putting it together. It's, it's, it's a really cool thing. Um, so, Hey, uh, and I don't know anything else. What's, uh, you know, Gosh, I, we've we've hit we've hit on we've hit on a bunch of yeah, stuff. I, agree. I mean, you and I could probably talk for hours and hours and I hours know. about this industry, but I'm not sure know. anyone wants to hear. They probably <laughs> want to hear you more than me. They're sick of hearing me talk. So, but <laughs> I uh, <laughs> but I hey, I appreciate you uh, you stopping by. We'll have we'll have more. We're gonna Thank have. We'll have the rest of the team, uh, Hermine and, and, and Kevin on as well. It's interesting because we've done podcasts with all three of you separately before I even knew you were all part of this faculty. So, But we'll get you all on and, and, and talk about it. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to working with you more in the future. And thanks again for all your hard work. It's been, it's been, it's been great. Excellent. It's my, it's my pleasure. I'm honored. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch was joined by... George Baxter Holder, aesthetic nurse practitioner with Skin Spirit. 
If you're new with us, we would love to invite you to hit the subscribe button. Click it now so you can get AmSpa content delivered to you each time. Leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.